Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points. Your home for all things wrestling, sports, and video games. It is Scores, our weekly sports podcast, where we are bringing you all that happened in the week of sports. And we got a lot of fun stuff planned for the show today. I am Ryan, and with me again is my co-host, Nathan. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Oh, yes. We have some golf talk. We have, we're going to be talking, obviously, the NCAA men's and women's national championships and final fours, uh, NFL, MLB, and I've got something fun planned regarding the NBA. So uh, we might as well start with the NCAA men's and women's final fours. And national championship because both have happened as we are recording this later than usual. So we get to talk about the men's national championship game. Um, probably yeah, the women's game, uh, the women's game traditionally was on Tuesdays, but they put it on Sundays. Yeah, they moved it to Sunday. I don't know. I guess they just wanted to get it done before the men. Um, we can start with the women's game. Uh, it was number one, South Carolina versus number two, UConn. Of course, UConn makes it to the nat final, the national championship game. Um, but in this one, South Carolina, for the second time, have won the women's national championship, beating UConn 64 yeah. to 49. Woo, they laid a whoop it on. End of the first quarter was 22 to 8. <laughs> and uh, UConn yeah, could never really should... recover. Oh, yeah. I forgot they played quarters. <laughs> you always get yeah that always <laughs> you get confused with that all the time um and over to the men's a uh, little different story well it was the same story at first but uh kansas at the at halftime it was 40 to 25 unc's lead uh new north carolina was dominating this game and it looked like it was going to be a blowout of epic proportions. Then Kansas comes back, wins the second half, 47 to 29. To have the, this is this is the biggest comeback in national championship history. Um, awesome. with Kansas winning 72 to 69 to capture another national championship for Kansas. That is now their. How many is that? Four, I believe. Uh, yes, something like that. Yeah, but that's uh, yeah, pretty crazy. The uh, biggest come from behind uh, game ever. Uh, this tournament from start to finish has been uh, pretty crazy. I think this may be one of the best tournaments. Ever just based on the amount of really close games and the amount of uh, crazy games that happen. Um, yes, and you know cool. after COVID, after COVID, you know NCAA needed this. You know, yeah, and college basketball needed this. They needed a tournament like this. It lived up. I'm happy about it. Um, yeah, very good game. Um, North Carolina, you know had a hell of a run in the tournament. I don't think anyone really expected North Carolina to make it to the final four, let alone the national championship game. Uh, they knock out coach K in the final four and then go up against Kansas and kind of fall apart there in the second half. 
Um, but a hell of a run for North Carolina. Um, you know, didn't really get much love at all this year um, throughout the regular season or tournament. And uh, kind of maybe should have. <laughs> yeah, didn't get ranked until the very last week. Yeah. Um, we also got a couple simple of uh, interesting notes and news from the world of college basketball. St. Peter's, the uh, epic Cinderella story from the tournament, is losing its three best players as they will all be going into the transfer portal. Um, also lost their head coach as their head coach went to Seton Hall to be the head coach. So now uh, they've lost their head coach and their three best players. So the price mm. of success. Yes. <laughs> Um, including Doug Edert. Doug Edert was like the biggest player um, for them. And so he will be leaving as long with Daryl Banks, the third and Matthew Lee. So there you go. Um, also, Bob Bowlesby, who is the big 12 commissioner, has stated that he will be stepping away later this year. He has been uh, around for 40 years. Um, and now he's wow. finally stepping away. Is that for basketball and football? Yeah, he's the commissioner over everything. Um, he's probably stepping away because Texas is about to walk away. Yeah, Texas and, you know, Texas and Oklahoma both leaving to go to the SEC. Um, that's, I mean, they're not doing that to 2025, but, you know. Um, he did end up bringing in BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston. So, you know, he lost two, but getting in four. So, there you go. There you go. Um, and, and also, Houston's a, huh? Houston's been a kind of a powerhouse lately. Yeah, in both basketball and football. So, yeah. And LaSalle is expected to hire a new head coach, Fran Dumphy, who is 73 years old. <laughs> I mean, sure. He's a, I guess he's a decent coach, but come on. Really? <laughs> 73. Age, age is just a number, Ryan. I mean, look at, uh, look at that Seahawks coach, you know, Seattle Seahawks, you know, he's 70. He don't look it, but he is. Very true. Very true. Um, but that's all the uh, college basketball. So we have national champions. Congratulations to Kansas and South Carolina. Um, yeah, crazy, crazy tournament. Let's talk some, yeah, let's talk some uh, extra. Because, uh, uh, XFL announced that sometime this week they're going to talk about what, what did you call it? It's, so it's tomorrow um, 12 p.m. Eastern Wednesday, April 6th. They are going to announce the new era. Um, they have all their social media has gone black. No logos, just black. So assuming we're probably going to get a new logo. Um, a lot of people are you know a lot of people are expecting some big stuff to be announced here. Um, 
they they basically had a had a video where they swiped the old XFL logo away and they said, I acknowledge the past, but choose to define the, the new. So um, we'll see what that is. I'm assuming. I'm assuming we're going to get at least some sort of semblance on teams and um, maybe a business or, or where they're going to be streamed or some sort of broadcast partnership of some kind. Right, um, because it, you know, it, they're they're hyping this up. It's got to be something pretty big. Um, so I'm excited. We'll see, obviously, what this is going to be. Um, who, do, you know, that's all we know. But I, I we're finally going to get some XFL news. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Um, you know, they're coming next year, so they don't really. Have, I mean, they have like a year, I guess. Is and, uh, another? Oh. Is that other company going to happen or not? Are they going to start playing games soon? Yes, the USFL actually kicks off um, April 16th. Uh, so next, so Easter weekend. Um, so yeah, Saturday, April 16th is when the USFL will officially launch. Um, they're going to have games every Saturday and Sunday. Ah. And I guess some Mondays, too. So, yeah, they're going to do a 10-week season and then a a two-week playoff. So, we'll see if that lasts more than a year. (laughs) Yeah. Every other league that's tried has lasted either a year or less. So, hopefully, maybe, you know... We can we can get a league to last a little bit longer than that. <laughs> yeah, uh, here's one league that's lasted a while. So the NFL, Ryan, uh, we got uh, some NFL news here. Uh, Ryan, Washington football team gets a name, the Commanders, and then everything just goes to hell. Um. So, yeah, uh, they are denying everything here, but an ex-employee's allegation. Um, is saying that the Washington Commanders withheld ticket revenue from visiting teams. Um, well, 40% of ticket revenue. So, yeah, this is coming after, you know, you know, last year's investigation into them, which got John Gruden fired. Um, so they have been under hot water for a while. Dan Snyder, the owner, is... Apparently a complete fucking idiot. Um, he also got <laughs> trouble. Um, he got fined ten million dollars in July for having created a toxic workplace culture. And now this comes out. When is it gonna come where the NFL tells Seth Sin and says you can't own this team anymore? Yeah, like that's got to be coming, right? Well, the owners are probably gonna vote him out because that can't happen. Hopefully, because this is ridiculous. It's and, like I mean, year if, after if year. You're if you're withholding money from other teams, those those owners are gonna, you know, that's a no no. I would think. Yeah, this is crazy. Um, obviously, commanders are denying it because, of course, they would. <laughs> so, um, we'll see if this goes anywhere. I'm sure the NFL is going to keep their eye on it and do their own investigation into it and see what they come up with. 
Um, but yeah, this is uh, things are getting crazy over there in Washington. Their stadiums falling down too. I mean, that whole that whole team just needs to just be relocated and be done. <laughs> yeah, move on um, and get rid of a new owner. Yeah. So Ryan, we've had a big crazy offseason already, right? Yes. Fucking nuts. Well, now the Philadelphia Eagles and the Saints had a trade, Ryan, that involved eight draft picks. Eight. Yeah. All it was was draft picks. Um, I have the breakdown here. The Saints get the number 16, number 19, and the number 194th pick. The Eagles get the number 18th, the number 101st, the 237th, and a 2023 first round and a 2024 second round. What a weird trade. I don't know why. I mean, because the Saints dropped. Eagles got two picks for one. So I don't in the first round. So I don't know why. I mean, they got a 2023 first round pick. So hopefully they're maybe they're thinking the Saints are going to suck. Um, <laughs> weird. I don't know if they if the Saints just like saw someone that they wanted. And they wanted to jump ahead of the Eagles to get. I don't know. That means both teams now have first round uh, two first round picks. Um, the Saints have the 16th and 19th. The Eagles have the 15th and the 18th. So they're all just going to be right there next to each other. Yeah, it's not like one of them advanced up real high. Yeah, it wasn't like they they didn't move up to like the fifth pick or anything. Like they just traded. Like they're all right. They gained one pick. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the point of this trade was. Honestly, <laughs> it was stupid. And so, I don't know if that's something that. I don't know if that's something that happens a lot and we just never hear about it, but that was a weird trade. Very weird. Um, speaking of the draft, um, I'm going to be looking here at some of the highest prospects. Um, yeah, so not a not a deep quarterback draft, obviously. But honestly, a lot of teams don't need quarterbacks right now. Um, most teams are okay with quarterbacks. Especially with all the new changes that just happened this offseason. Um, it was looking like Kenny Pickett is probably going to be the highest drafted quarterback and probably the only first round quarterback according to most um mock drafts and most most uh insiders uh moik willis from liberty could move up um liberty he had a very good pro day which really uh you know moved him up the board but yeah it's not looking like a very good uh quarterback draft it's looking like I mean, a lot of a lot of uh, linemen in the defensive. Yeah, I mean, really, the Giants are the only the Giants and the Carolina Panthers are the only two teams that really yeah really well need a quarterback. yeah um, I could see Pittsburgh possibly taking a quarterback. I know they picked up Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky, um, but I could see them taking one to play behind him. Uh, but yeah, Giants and. The Giants definitely need one. Carolina is probably for sure 100% drafting a quarterback. The Giants, who knows? It's the Giants. Um, I don't know. Carolina drafts at number six. I don't know if they take one in the first round. If they're not too afraid of 
you know, anyone else taking them, they might just wait to the second round. I mean, if that, if that picket guy's going in the first round, that's probably where he's going. Yeah, he'll probably go to Carolina. He'll compete with uh, whoever they – I forgot who they have. But he'll probably compete with and probably take the starting job, honestly. It's because uh, – right like a Sam Darnold. Yeah, Darnold is – did not do well uh, last year. So <laughs> – Oh, yeah. Uh, you got any more NFL news? Um, no, I think that's I think that's it for the NFL. All right, let's go on to golf here, Ryan. We got the Masters coming up, but everybody's talking about one thing. Of course, it's like it's the 2000s all over again, and that's Tiger Woods. Uh, Tiger Woods said he's pretty sure he's going to play. <laughs> he doesn't guarantee it. But uh, he did okay. play a practice round, and he drew the biggest crowd for a practice round I have ever seen. Yeah. Um, so, he said, as of now, he plans to play. Yeah. <laughs> Take that to whatever you want. But. You know, hey, the guy, he came out and said he almost had his leg amputated from that wreck. So, hell, man, you know, it's been over a year, and he's going to be able to play again. Hey, hats out! All hats off to him. Good luck to Tiger. Let's see if he can uh, do anything significant. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, he's probably just gonna finish, you know, way down there. But you know, all the all the advertisers are hoping he plays. For sure, that would be uh, people would watch it. I mean, yep. let's be honest. He's people are gonna watch the Masters just for Tiger, so. Um, there was a tournament that just finished uh, on Sunday, um, yeah. the Valero Texas Open um, in San Antonio, Texas at TPC San Antonio, won by JJ Spawn. He got he gets five hundred FedEx points and he brought home a cool one point five million dollars. Uh, yeah, I would retire right there. I'd be done. One tournament. <laughs> be it. <laughs> Second place was Matt Jones and then Matt Kachar. Isn't that a quarterback for the Patriots? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's go to uh let's go to uh well I know UFC, so let's go to NASCAR. Been a big weekend uh for NASCAR last weekend. Um, we were at Richmond, um, the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Did not race. I guess they only do like a race every other week or something. No, well, no, they didn't. Wait a minute. No, they didn't. No, they, they didn't race. race. They didn't race. Uh, the Xfinity Series uh, did race, however. They were at Richmond. Um, the poll winner was Ty Gibbs, and the winner of the race was Ty Gibbs. Riveting. Ty Gibbs just, you know, him and John Hunter Munichek led all of the laps. <laughs> and so Ty Gibbs gets the win in the Xfinity Series and in the NASCAR Cup Series. It was Denny Hamlin taking home the checkered flag. Uh, Kevin Hart finished second. William Byron was third. Truex Jr. was fourth. Larson was fifth. Christopher Bell was sixth. Ryan Blaney was seventh, Alex Bowman eighth, Kyle Busch ninth, and Austin Dillon tenth. 
So let's go to the standings. And we'll look at uh, where, where, where we stand now with that win. Another first-time winner, by the way, is Danny Hamlin. So we have seven winners uh, in the top seven. And then following them, we've got Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Martin Truex Jr., Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, Eric Almarola, Tyler Reddick, and Daniel Suarez rounding out the top 16. Uh, in the Xfinity Series, it is obviously Ty Gibbs. He's won three races, and he is on top of the standings. And in the Champion Truck Camping World Truck Series, Zane Smith is ahead of Chandler Smith. I do not know if there's a relation, uh, but Zane Smith is currently leading. Uh, they look alike. They might be brothers. Who knows? Um, there's, Zane a lot of Smith. there's a lot of brothers in NASCAR. Uh, so... Um, Oh man, I lost my train of thought big time. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, what the fuck? All right, go, continue. I, I lost my train of thought. Okay, so let's go to something. Um, uh, what, let's go to MLB. Uh, we are, are very, very close to the beginning of the season. Um, yeah. We're still in spring training here, um, but we are, you know, Thursday. Thursday is the start of the MLB season. Um, I'm sure everyone out there is pretty excited for this. Um, uh, news have come out that MLB is going to allow pitchers and catchers to use anti-sign stealing technology during the regular season. It has been used in spring training. Um, what the hell's that? Basically, it is on their wrist. It's like a, um, uh, it's like a like a watch on their wrist. They have a pad with buttons on the wrist of the gloved hand on the catcher and the pitcher, and the catcher can signal pitches, pitch type, and location directly to the pitcher through a listening device. Nice. Up to three teammates of the pitcher and catcher will also have access to the signals, aiding fielders and positioning. Um, so basically, it's, it's going to allow, yeah, because after everything that happened, apparently this is needed. And it's the best way, honestly. I mean, you know, it'll probably make it go quicker too. So they said How they also. How the hell did they not think of this twenty years ago? Um, they also can use, you know, the traditional method of signaling, but I don't know why you'd want to. If you've got this available. So um, what is it? Wait, wait. Okay. So what? What is so? The, what so are, what this? So what this is? It is a device like a watch. Um, yeah. It is on the gloved hand of the catcher. Yeah. The catcher pushes buttons on there that sends the device to the pitcher will be wearing something in his ear, I guess. Uh, it's called a listening device. And once the catcher puts in the information, it will tell the pitcher what he wants. Wouldn't that be easier for them to wear something like a watch, but the pitcher does like the catcher just like have uh, like a pic, uh, be like a, a picture of the home plate. They just click on the place where they want to throw the ball, click on the initials of fastball or whatever. Wouldn't that be easier than listening to something? All a pitcher would have to do is look at his, at his wrist and okay, here we go. Like listening. So what, is it pre-recorded, like, 
I don't know. Let me let me see if I can get more. Or she's supposed to know. Beep beep beep. Oh, that's fastball. Yeah. So it is. What are we doing here? Okay. So it is a push button transmission transmitter worn on the catcher's glove side wrist that sends the desired type of pitch to bone conduction earpieces inside the caps of the pitchers and any other three players on the team. It still doesn't tell me what the fuck he's saying. I guess I assume it would have like a pre-recorded message like fastball top right or something like I guess. I don't know. Oh, or maybe boy, they is... set it up their way where they have different numbers. The pitch, the, the thing has like numbers on it, and so maybe they have it set up their own way of like one means fastball, two means this, and then they have that. And it says like one four five, and then he knows what they're what they're doing or something. That sounds complicated, more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> anyway, all right, that's baseball for you. Um, I but... wanted to bring up. I've been working on something here. I've been thinking about something. So recently we have seen the NHL expand. We've seen the WNBA expand and we've seen um, soccer. MLS has been expanding rapidly. Do you think either the NBA or the MLB is going to expand anytime soon? Yes. It's been a long time for either one that since they've done anything. I think they will. I think the NBA will. That leads me right I to think what I'll go to. I think they'll go to 32 teams. So I worked on something. So I have written down my plans for a realignment slash expansion. Because if you go 32 teams, you're going to have to go to four divisions. Right now, they yeah. only have three. So I have written down with my two expansion teams where the how this new NBA would look. Would you like to hear this, Nathan? I've worked on this. Yeah. So I have put both expansion teams to the West because I am moving one team from the West to the East because they make more sense in the East. I will get to that. So we're going to start in the West, the West divisions. We would have the Northwest division, which would have Portland, Golden State, Minnesota, and new expansion team, Seattle, because it just makes sense. Let's give Seattle their team back. Charlotte got the Hornets back. Let's give Seattle the Supersonics back. Uh, then we would have the Pacific Division, which would be both LA teams, Sacramento, and another new team, Las Vegas. You know, Vegas has a WNBA team, a hockey team, and now a football team. Let's just give them uh, a, a basketball team as well. All right. Southwest Division would be San Antonio, Dallas, Houston, and New Orleans, because they're all down there in that corner. Or you could call this, you know, like the Gulf region if you wanted to. Um, and then you've got the Mountain Division, which is Utah, Phoenix, Denver, and Oklahoma City. So you may be asking, oh, where's Memphis? Memphis has been shipped to the east because, fuck, why is Memphis in the west? Doesn't make sense. So the east division, you would have the Heartland Division, which would be Chicago, Milwaukee, Indiana, and Detroit. You would have the Southeast, which would be Miami, Atlanta, Orlando, and then that is where Memphis comes in because they're in the South. It makes more sense for them to be playing East Conference teams instead of Western Conference teams because that's fucking stupid. Um, then you would have the Coastal Division, which would be Boston, Washington, Charlotte, and Brooklyn. Uh, I had to make a decision here because there's two teams in New York. Um, I didn't know which one to put 
in this division. Um, so instead, I, I, I decided on Brooklyn. I decided, let's just throw Brooklyn there. And then you've got the Northeast Division, which would be Cleveland, Philadelphia, Toronto, and New York. Um, so that would be the new realigned um, expansion slash realignment in the NBA. I'm going to work on one for the MLB um, and try to see if I can make the MLB a better realignment uh, into what um, – I don't know where we would put teams in the MLB, though. That's the problem. Um, MLB teams are kind of all over the place with their with their teams, so I don't know exactly where you would put one. Um, right now, you got East, Central, and West in the MLB, so I don't know how you could split that into four. Um, you'd probably have to do like a South or something and, and figure out what to do. Um, yeah, that's my, that's my, that's my, uh, decision for an MLB or NBA, uh, expansion slash realignment, uh, Seattle, Vegas, get teams. Um, those are the two most that make sense to me. Um, the East conference is really pretty set in my opinion on the teams and where they are, because there's really, there's really no major city, um, in the Eastern Conference, Eastern part of the United States that needs a team. You could say maybe Louisville or Cincinnati. Um, and then you could go maybe like Jacksonville or Tampa. But that's about it. I mean, Nashville. Um, but I felt like Seattle was a given. And then let's just move Memphis to the East. Makes more sense. Um and we give Vegas a team too. So I like it. I like it. I doubt I don't know if that's the way it'll go, but I like it. It does make sense to have Las Vegas and Seattle as the expansion teams. Well, it's, it's like I said, but, the East, where would you put a team? If you were gonna do an expansion team in the East, where would you go? They've got basically every major city already has a team. Uh either Cincinnati or St. Louis. Yeah, I guess you or, yeah. You could do same. Or Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean Pittsburgh doesn't have one either. But I just feel like Memphis doesn't need to be in the West. Yeah. So let's, let's move them to the South. Put them in a division with um, Atlanta, Miami, and Orlando. And uh, yeah, it makes sense. The only issue is that there's two teams in New York, so it kind of threw off. You know, one New York team would probably be in a different. But you know, hey. I'm going to try to work on one for the MLB, but their teams are so crazy that I don't know where you would put new teams in, in baseball. I'm thinking maybe Charlotte. But then I don't know where else. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking, uh, of, speaking of yeah, I was say, speaking of the NBA, Ryan, uh, I know there hasn't been a whole lot of shift, but we're getting really close to the end here. Is there um, any shift? So... In the East, it has been it's it's done. Uh, New York, Washington, Indiana, Detroit, and Orlando are all officially eliminated. So now people are just playing for playoff position. Um, right now, currently in the play-in tournament, we've got Cleveland, Atlanta, Charlotte, and Brooklyn. Um, there is a quite a big significance between the six and seven, which is Toronto and Cleveland. So 
Uh, t- Cleveland is three and a half games back from Toronto. So I don't really see that switching. Uh, that's probably your four playing game teams, playing tournament teams as of now. And that's probably not going right. to change. They might switch positions. Um, but that's probably the four that are going to be there. In the West, we've had some shift, Nathan, because the Los Angeles Lakers are now out of the playoffs. Um, they're even out of the play-in tournament. Um, Sacramento was eliminated last night, so officially it is 11 teams now fighting for playoff position, but, but four of them have clinched, five of them clinched. So realistically, we got four teams here, or five teams here, uh, battling for a playoff position. Uh, the Lakers are two games back from San Antonio, who are currently in the 10th position. Um, so there's still quite a bit of movement could happen. Um, cause there is only two games separating five from seven. So Minnesota could jump up out of the play in tournament and move up. Um, so, uh, right now it's Minnesota Clippers, Pelicans and Spurs that are in the play in tournament. Um, Phoenix, Memphis, Golden State and Dallas have all clinched, uh, Denver and Utah are in fifth and sixth. And the Clippers, are, the Los Angeles Clippers have also clinched a playoff play in birth. So they are, they're in no matter what they will not fall. So, right. Uh, and Phoenix clinched, uh, you know, best league record. And so they'll have the number one seed. They're currently 62 and 16. Pretty damn good. Yeah, uh, we only have, we only have what, one or two weeks left? Uh, yeah, there's not much left here in the season. I know that. Um, the last day is, well, yeah, next week is, um, yeah. So, this week, this All is right. Sunday, April tenth yep. is the final game. Is a regular All season. Right. So, so uh, we get to look forward to. Uh, we'll uh, do a little preview of the NBA playoffs next Monday. Yeah. Um, also, it has been announced by Steve Nash that um, they, you know, they make this huge trade and then Ben Simmons is out. He will not play this year. Um, right. So Steve Nash has confirmed that he will not be playing. Um, Zion. Who knows his stepdad that said he's going to play, but he hasn't said anything and the team hasn't said anything. So we'll see if he plays. LeBron's injured. So I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if the Lakers are going to make the playoffs, which, you know, I, I'd, I'd be okay. Uh, so uh, we got the hockey. Hockey's about to start at their playoffs too there's only a couple weeks left of that also um there's only been the one division that has not been locked up uh any change in that division Ryan? um technically their teams are still alive i guess technically but um the pacific is the one that keeps switching um Calgary is now taking over the first place in that division. Uh, the Kings are second. Edmonton is third. And Vegas has fallen all the way down to fourth. But with them having a nine-point lead over the sec- the next place team, that's probably pretty locked up, too. Um, the only real actual chance of a battle going is in the Central. Um Nashville has 82 points. They're in fourth place, and Dallas has 81. So there's a battle there to see who can get that fourth place. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's 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 a walk for all these teams. It's not official yet, 
I don't know how it's not official that they haven't walked playoff spots, but yeah, it's right. it's it's pretty much uh you know. Uh, right now, technically in the playoffs, we've got Florida, Toronto, Boston. Uh, this is if the season ended today. Coming out of the Atlantic, the Metropolitan would have Carolina, New York, and Pittsburgh, with Tampa and Washington getting the two wild card spots in the East. In the West, it would be Colorado, Minnesota, and St. Louis coming out of the West uh, Central. The Pacific would be Calgary, Los Angeles, and Edmonton, and Nashville and Vegas would be the two wild card spots right now. So there you go. Uh, by the way, Colorado, 49 and 14. Uh, on the season, 104 points. But Florida is 48 and 15. They're they're sneakily having a really good season, and no one's talking about them. All right. Uh, so Florida, I don't know when they got good at hockey, but apparently, uh, you know, they they figured something out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let's all right. Let's uh. Let's, oh, go ahead. let's move on uh, to some soccer. We got MOS. But we also, Nathan, got the – it's set. The World Cup, the um, – what do they call those, groups? The World yeah. Cup groups have been set. We can go through there and uh, – Well, not completely. Not completely. We got playoff uh, playoff spots, uh, playoff games to to put some teams in. We, we, we know who the options are for these final spots. Yes. But we don't know exactly who is going to win yet. But, uh, but yeah, so, all the groups, uh, we kind of know. So let's, yeah, let's run through these. So group A, we've got Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and the Netherlands. Qatar is only in because they're the host country. Group B has got England, Iran, USA, and then whoever wins um, the European uh, playoffs, which is Ukraine or Scotland or Wales. Yeah, the Ukraine, Ryan. I. I don't even know how they're – how are they even able to practice or play? Like, with everything going on over there, like, how does that work? How are I, they – Yeah, I don't know. If they get to the World Cup, it's going to be hard not to root for them. I, I'm a, I mean, I'm going to root for the U.S. too, but two teams get out, get out of every group. group to go into the uh, Sweet 16, yeah. basically. And, uh, yeah, I would definitely be rooting for the Ukraine to get that second spot. Um, group C is Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Group D, we've got France, Denmark, Tunisia, and the winner of, I don't know these countries, um, Australia versus uh, EAU. The United Arab Emirates. Uh, they will, the winner of that game will take on PE. P, what did you say? PE? PE. Uh, and it's in the, it's in the oceanic region. It's, but it's international. So. Oh, I, I don't know. It could be the Philippines, but I don't think so. Um, oh, Peru. Oh, Okay. Okay, um, group E is Spain, Germany, Japan, and uh, Costa Rica or New Zealand, I think. Yes, Costa Rica or New Zealand. Group F is Belgium, Canada, Croatia, and Morocco. 
Group G is Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. And Group H is South Korea, Uruguay, Ghana, and Portugal. Well, there awesome. are your teams that have qualified or is about to qualify soon. Yep. Uh, well, a lot of these playoff games don't happen until June, like right before yeah. the World Cups. It's weird. Um, Why? It is very weird. I don't. I don't understand. It's, like, it's those teams get soccer, man. This is this is why you know the United States doesn't follow soccer because we don't understand all this stuff. But uh, this will be the last time that uh, that we see teams qualify in this manner because uh, next. World Cup, they will not be qualifying the way they have been. Like before, you know, the United States qualifies just with uh, CONCACAF teams, so basically just North American and uh, Caribbean teams. But now they're changing it up, so it's going to be a more international qualifying. So, yeah, so the qualifying is going to be different, and it's going to be expanded. There's going to be more teams in the World Cup next year, also. So, yeah, they're changes. adding they're adding a couple groups, right? Yeah, not next year, next four in four years, but yeah, it's going to be expanded, different qualifying. Could be good for the World Cup, could be bad. Who knows? We won't get the the Mexico USA games won't mean as much because we won't be qualifying in the same area. Anymore. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, obviously, no. This start, the the World Cup does not start till November, so we got a long time to go for this. But you know, November. Yep. Usually, it's in the summer. Holy crap! Uh, twenty first November, twenty twenty two is when the first games will happen. What the hell? So we got a usually, long way to usually go. It's, usually, it's in July. <laughs> yeah, it's November through December. Um, wow. When, when the finals will be December eighteenth. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it would expand to um, 48 teams uh, next. Right. So. Uh, so next Monday, we'll, we'll definitely be talking about the NBA playoffs and running that down. But we'll also be talking about the results of uh, UFC pay-per-view that's happening this Saturday, right? Yeah, we've got uh, UFC 220, 273. Um, which is the Korean zombie will be challenging for the featherweight championship. Alexander Volkanovsky will defend against the Korean zombie. Also, another title fight, the bantamweight title will be on the line. Aljamin Sterling will defend against Peter Yan. Um, also yeah, the- and also Mackenzie Dern is on this his card. Yes. Uh, she is coming off of her first loss in the UFC, so she needs a hey, to get back on the track. Finally, have a women's fight on pay per view. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mackenzie Dern will be taking on Tesha Torres. Kamzat Cheminev will take on Gilbert Burns. And Vince Pitchell will take on Mark Madsen. That is your main card. Should be a decent one. All right. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. We'll be fighting in the prelims. Uh, Mickey Gall. Oh, Mickey Call. His only claim to fame is that he beat CM Punk. <laughs> beat CM Punk. Uh, let's go through. Let's go. Let's transition back to soccer real quick. Let's talk about the Major League Soccer table currently. Um, as we've got we've got some games in now, so we can actually have a little bit of an actual, you know, sense of the good teams and the bad teams. Um, yeah. Philadelphia is leading the Eastern Conference with 13 points. 
Uh, the Red Bulls and Atlanta are second and third with 10. Chicago has nine. Columbus has eight. Orlando has eight. Toronto has seven. DC United has six. Charlotte has six. Cincinnati has six. Um, New York City has four. New England and Montreal also have four. And Miami has one. Mm. Um, over there in the Western, we got LAFC with 13. Real Salt Week has 11. LA Galaxy has nine. And Austin has eight. Oh, this is their second year, right? Yes. Um, FC Dallas has eight. Colorado has eight. Houston has eight. And Minnesota has eight. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle and Nashville both have seven. Kansas City and Portland have six. Portland not doing so hot right now. Uh, Vancouver and San Jose uh, are in last place there. Vancouver has four. San Jose has two. But Seattle and Portland, usually the two most dominant teams in the West, are both struggling right now. Um, interesting. Yeah, big, big, big changes in, in Major League Soccer. I'm really hoping they can start getting a bigger following, man. Get some better TV deals. Telling you, I, I want, I want the MLS. I want, I want the MLS to get big. You know. Yeah. Let's put it on par with the other leagues. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I think we covered a lot here. <laughs> yeah, I think we covered everything but tennis. And there ain't much going on with tennis. Um. Yeah. Or boxing. There's not really much going on in boxing. Boxing is almost a dead sport. It's. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, they're, they're, I mean, uh, all the good guys are like retiring and stuff. So, yeah, like there's just nothing left. Like the all the champions are just going to retire with the belts and like it's like yeah. <laughs> um, it's so nuts. not not much to talk about there. So, uh, yeah, I think I think that kind of covers everything here in sports. All right. Um, we did this a little later than usual, but it's still going to be out. And uh, you know, this weekend kind of killed us both mentally. And, and just and we, <laughs> so we needed now, a day to recover. Plus, we wanted to talk about the men's finals. Yes, you know, we had to talk about the NCAA championship game. Um, we do have well the video game podcast is coming up as well. Um, that is going to be Thursday morning. Um, not really sure what is actually you know. There's a little bit going on. We'll talk about so. Uh, we'll cover all that, and then coming up, obviously, this weekend. Saturday morning, we've got the big weekend of wrestling to talk about. Everything from oh, ROH boy. to WrestleMania to stand and deliver. And then we're probably going to fly through the week of, of wrestling because uh, the weekly shows because we're, we don't want to go for like three hours. So we'll no, try to condense and, and, it as much as we can. And, and honestly, most of the weekly shows, especially for WWE, were not much. Not much happened. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll try to condense all that, but uh, we have a big week, big show planned for you on, on uh, Saturday morning for the suplexes. So uh, as always, you can uh, go to our website, sspod.com. Uh, you can hit, you can send us an email. We will reply to it, or you can just find the link to every single episode we've ever done right there on the website. So you don't have to go searching for them. Also the link to our YouTube channel, which is Sabri ENT is also there. Um, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram is also all Sabri ENT if you want to give us a follow there. 
um, I promise we'll start doing more content and stuff on those sites as well. Um, thank you for listening. We appreciate you all. Um, and uh, that's going to wrap this episode up. For Nathan, I am Ryan. Once again, reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later.